Hello, welcome to this week's edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views from around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Hey, Jonathan, how's it going this week? It's going well this week. Things have kind of gotten back to normal around here at Lifeway, and we are getting fired up and ready for a trustee meeting mm-hmm. and the executive committee meeting, which is coming up later in the month. Yeah, February is always big, particularly for you all in Nashville. The The seminaries, we always have our trustee meetings kind of later in the spring. Um, so that you'll, you'll have some busy days. Yes, we will. And it'll be fun to have our trustees here in Nashville next week. We'll be tweeting a little bit from that. So keep your eye out on the SBC This Week Twitter account. That is at SBC This Week. And uh, give us a follow over there and watch uh, along with, uh, we'll be actually live tweeting both the live one and the um, the executive committee meeting while I'm there. So I've got to leave in midday on Tuesday during the executive committee meeting, but we'll be tweeting uh, as much as we can from those meetings. But speaking of executive committee and the SPC, some big news this week related to CP, Amy. Yes, we're up. We're finally up above budget. Uh, after a few slow months to start the year, national CP is now 3.11% ahead of the projected budget of $63 million. Right now we're at $64.96 million as of January 31st. That's uh, that's really exciting. Uh, we've talked for the last few months about you know how it was kind of behind projection, trying to figure out exactly what was going on, and we noticed a little bit of a pickup last month. Uh, well, now uh, now it's back up. Yes, and we are back back to where we I think should be and expected to be. Those first couple months were really a surprise to you, me, and many others, and uh, a lot of people scratching their heads, what's going on here, and and. You know, it looked like it might have just been the election. Yeah. Election fatigue got to everybody and, and caused a lot of different things to, to kind of slump in the last part of 2016, uh, including NFL ratings and, and possibly even CP giving. So just all kinds uh, of things. Yeah. Now we see that that has corrected itself and things are moving along. So speaking of the election, some big news this week. Uh, we talked last week about the March for Life. We'll get to that in just a second. But the nomination of justice or potential justice Gorsuch this week. Uh, I know a lot of evangelical leaders were in D.C. both for that and for the national prayer breakfast that happened on uh, February 2nd. Yeah, lots going on um, over the last week in Washington. And it's kind of that time, the first 100 days of any administration, all eyes are typically on D.C. Uh, but certainly over the last week, as we've uh, known people who were up there involved in different things, uh, I think we've been looking a little bit more. Yep. And we have some updates from what we talked about last week on the podcast. We mentioned the Evangelicals for Life conference that was going on. There's a story and a recap in Baptist Press for that. There's also a recap of Mike Pence's appearance at the March for Life on Friday of last week, and also a story related to the IMB policy tweak on the religious liberty case. We mentioned that last week as well. So all three of those links are in the show notes for today's episode. You can go find out more about them. Uh, but Amy, I know you guys also had a big week last weekend. There's an update, a couple of updates from Southeastern. One about the Go Conference. Yes, uh, we had um, had the Go Conference here on campus at Southeastern, and uh, we've uh, we've had that conference here for several years. And I would love to tell you that I had a great time at the Go Conference. Um, but you were sick. Yes, I was. So when we recorded uh, last week, I was kind of hanging in there doing. Uh, I was kind of hanging in there with so so, but 
I basically just was flattened by a sinus infection and realized uh, there was no way. And uh, not only did I not need to be at the GO conference, I don't think anyone in that chapel would have wanted me around them. Um, <laughs> so I watched it, uh, as many people did, streaming online. And it was, uh, from where I was, it was a great uh, it was a great time, fantastic content, um, just really exciting. And I heard from several people on campus that um, it was just a good time, uh, great spirit. So uh, very exciting. Yeah, and you can watch the conference sessions online if you're interested in that over at the Southeastern website. There's a link in the Baptist Press story about that. Uh, but you, you had some pretty big hitters there. You had Matt Carter, you had Tony Marita, obviously Danny Aiken yes. spoke, and also had a concert by Shane and Shane last Saturday night. Yes, um, and I think that was a great time as well. So uh, really good weekend uh, on campus here at Southeastern. All right, other news from Southeastern, and since you get all the fun names here on the podcast, I'm going to let you talk about your new Director of Hispanic Leadership at Southeastern. This is a position that was open when Edgar Aponte went to uh, the International Mission Board as um, Vice President uh, for Mobilization. So Miguel Echevarria uh, has joined our team here. He's the new Director of Hispanic Leadership Development and Assistant Professor of New Testament and Greek. So he's part of our Global Theological Initiatives um, program. And uh, he's he is fantastic. He's great. I've already uh, gotten to be around him. He's uh, in meetings and doing things around here. Um, very uh, creative. It's going to do uh, just a fantastic job. And of course, we were uh, took a big hit when uh, Dr. Aponte left, uh, but we knew that that he was going into a great position. And now we're very very happy to have Dr. Echevarria. Yeah, and Dr. Echevarria has a bachelor's degree from Bellarmine University, a master of theology from Dallas, and a PhD from Southern uh, in New Testament. So uh, very, very uh, qualified scholar. So, Amy, you know, when we hear Director of Hispanic Leadership Development at Southeastern, what what exactly does that role encompass? Um, well, we have partnerships in uh, Latin America and Dominican Republic. Actually, uh, Keith Whitfield. Where had, you're headed? Yes. Soon? Uh, yes. yes. So, uh, Dr. Keith Whitfield has gone down there some. Uh, Tony Morita has gone down there. Uh, several other uh, professors have gone down. And we have partnerships all over the world, Brazil, uh, many, many other places. But... Uh, this is one where we have uh, online classes available for different uh, people in uh, for for different groups of pastors in Latin America. We have professors that go down and travel. Uh, we're trying to help build leaders sort of on the ground in those locations, uh, but also uh, reaching out uh, to uh, Latinos in America to come and have. Uh, to come and pursue their education here and their calling here at Southeastern. Um, and so we have, you know, cl obviously some classes that are in Spanish. We have lots of uh, programs that are available. And so he's going to continue that and then uh, I think even expand some things as well. All right. Well, that sounds good. All right. Moving on in our news, Amy, it's February. And you know what opens on February 1st? The SBC child care registration. Well, and, and not just child care registration, and messenger, messenger registration. That's right. You are now able to book your uh, messenger badges and yes. register your child uh, or children for 
uh, child care at the annual meeting out in Phoenix. You can find out all the information about that. SBCAnnualMeeting.net. It's got information on uh, hotels and lodging out there in the Phoenix area. So uh, check that out if you are planning on joining us in Phoenix. And I hope you are. Yes. Uh, check out SBCAnnualMeeting.net. Get registered to vote out there. Amy, you know, the decisions are made by those who show up. Who show up. That's right. So we hope that you will all show up out in Phoenix for that. So all the information about the annual meeting is at sbcannualmeeting.net. And please remember that, you know, there is no cap on um, messengers at the SBC. So we want as many uh, people as we can get to come. But there is a cap on child care. Yes. So uh, cap is 120, it looks like. Yeah. Yes. In each program. So remember, if that's something you're going to need, don't think, oh, I can just register later. I've got several months. Uh, go ahead and take care of that now. Yeah. And you know what the theme this year is for the Giant Cow Ministries, which I, I don't know what Giant Cow is, Amy, but we'll just go with it. It's Sea Cows Deep Sea Adventures, Finding Truth in the Water. Yes. I'll be interested to see what that is. So yes. My, yeah, uh, so my, all the information is there. Yes. My kids went, um, I think it was New Orleans, it was, was when they went and uh, Drew. You rode the rails down there. We did. We took Amtrak to that one. We also took Amtrak to uh, the Baltimore meeting as well. But uh, in, in New Orleans, we were coming from a different location. So uh, the, but they went and I remember Drew was very uh, affected by the missionary presentation by the missions education came back and was telling us about uh, the missionary that talked to them. And so this is an opportunity not just to get childcare, but really uh, something that your uh, children can participate in and can learn and uh, be challenged. Yeah, there's a nominal cost for the preschool childcare. If I would have just read this uh, headings, I would have been able to figure out that giant cow is basically the children's ministry right uh, age groups yes. so yeah so that's the the children and then there's youth on mission that's being done by the wmu and jess archer of the louisiana wmu yes. uh we leading that so all the information is at bp and actually at sbcannualmeeting.net as well and uh, we've got links to that well a slow news week i guess amy uh, for this week, probably picking up the later we get into february uh, but that's going to do it for us this week on the news front now, that brings us to my favorite part of the week this week in SBC history. Amy, blow our minds. Well, you're right. It has been a slow news week uh, this week, but 40 years ago, it was not a slow news week. In 1977, uh, there was a big, big incident that happened on February 2nd, and that is when the main building of First Baptist Church in Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, caught on fire. Oh. And it burned down um, completely. There were no injuries. It caught fire during the activities on Wednesday night. There were no injuries, but the building was completely destroyed. Oh, that's terrible. Now, we've talked about you know things like this before, and we know that this has happened. But the thing that was particularly significant is uh, that this... This church had been, it was, it had been a landmark there for, uh, years and years. Um, the founding pastor, uh, of First Baptist Charlottesville was, uh, John Broadus, who, oh, um, that also, is a familiar name. Yes. Who had, um, founded, uh, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, uh, along with, uh, James Boyce and, and others. Uh, Lottie Moon had been baptized in that church. Wow. Um, 
they had the personal libraries of five different pastors in in the church, in that main building. They had several artifacts, a pipe organ, um, some stained glass windows, uh, all, and everything was, it was all lost in the fire. Wow. Um, they originally thought that it was, ha- was suspicious. They brought in the state arson investigator, even questioned someone, but then, uh, they, they changed, uh, changed course and started realizing they didn't think that theory was correct. They thought it started in the, um, organ chamber, which is located directly over the furnace. So what happened? Probably not the best place for the organ chamber. Yes, well, um, I you know <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the, it's it's really sad. They said that um, the the pastor, uh, his uh, pastor Ellis, a twelve year old girl, told him there was smoke in the sanctuary, and by the time he got there, the fire had broken out, and the flames were. It said the story in Baptist Press says they were reaching sixty five feet in the Ooh. air, um, and that the pine was like kindling. So they were on site having their like uh, their dinner. It was a Wednesday night, their dinner. But they um, they everyone got out. It was just a really sad loss. And so uh, they, I've w- we'll put some things in there. The Baptist Press story, but then I also found um, the page on their website that tells the history of the church. So it it started. Uh, in 1831 was kind of how it began. The building wasn't that old. The building was 75 years old, but it was just a very historic church and had all those artifacts in it. And then um, John Broadus had held it was holding a revival a revival service, and that's when Lottie Moon was baptized. So a lot of history in the church was was lost. Um, and then there's a news story as well about it. So we'll we'll put all those in the show notes just because it's it's interesting and it's sad. Uh, but just it's uh, it all happened this week in SBC history. Wow, that is fascinating and uh, a lot of history, SBC history connected to yeah uh, that and church. lost. I mean the yeah, SBC and lost history the that church, we yeah. lost in that. So mm. um, it's been a long time ago and things like that. If that were to happen today, it would you know we'd just be thinking about it all the time. You kind of forget. Um, you kind of forget about it, but I know there are still folks in Charlottesville who remember it very well. Yeah. All right. Well, and mentioning old Baptist churches, uh, a little shout out here to Herschel York and Buck Run Baptist Church celebrated their 199th birthday. Uh, the the church did not Herschel. Yes, not not Doctor York. <laughs> yes. Um, that's an old church. Yes, uh, I bet you they're going to have some fun next year with two hundred. Yeah, two hundred. That'll be kind of yeah. neat. So, so just a full disclosure. I I am a big, I'm a big Herschel York fan. But I'm an even bigger Tanya York fan. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, she's Herschel York is probably a big Tanya York fan. She's one of well. my favorite favorite people on the planet, and someone who had a huge impact on me as a young young uh, seminary student's wife. Um, but that I hope they've had a really uh, good good week around that. I know those are very special times. Yeah, I saw the head cake, so that's a bonus. Anytime you can. You know, celebrate with cake. That's always a fun cake thing. Cake is always good. Cake is always good. That's right. All right. That's going to bring us to our resources of the week. Amy, your resource of the week is? Uh, my resource of the week is Ellie Holcomb's new album. Oh, all right. Yes. I just got my vinyl. I saw a tweet about that. The yeah. Other day. I just got my vinyl record of it yesterday. 
And um, it's, it is really, really phenomenal. She is so good and she just gets better and better all the time. It's called Red Sea Road. Um, it just released actually, I think last week or um, at the end of the week. Uh, and it's really good that the main, uh, the, the, the first track uh, was written kind of about the journey her family is on um, with her dad is battling cancer. Uh, they had released a video of that online. So I'll, I'll share that with you as well. So you can see that in the show notes, but uh, you cannot go wrong um, with Ellie Holcomb music. And this, this album is no exception. All right. Well, that sounds good. I, I'm a big fan of Ellie as well. So I have to check out that new uh, CD from her. All right, or my vinyl. resource. You can check out or, the vinyl. Or vinyl. Uh, and it could sit around and, and I can look at it because I don't have anything to play it. So, yes. um, which is shocking that I live in Nashville with don't have a record player. Anyway, my resource of the week, the Christian Standard Bible. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago, the new Bible version and translation coming from Lifeway. They have an app now. The nice. CSB app is now available in both iTunes and Google Android uh, stores. So you can check out the the CS Bible app, nice. the Christian Standard Bible. Just search for Christian Standard Bible in the app store of your choice, and you should be able to find it out. Look for the orange uh, compass and CSB logo there, and you can get started reading the CSB. Fantastic. Yep. So I'm using it in my personal devotions. Loving the translation. Really, really like it. I, so, I want my goat skin. I heard there were goat yeah. skins that went up to a, um, a, the conference. Well, you should have gone to Desiring God. National conference, and you could have gotten. I was well. First of all, one. I you was were sick. sick. Yeah, and we had a lot going on here, so yeah, I yep. am ready to get my goat skin. Yeah. Speaking of things going on in North Carolina, we'll talk about this uh, a little bit more, I think, next week. But uh, Dr. Rayner will be over there in North Carolina for the Leading Change Conference. Uh, we've talked about yes. that, I think, before on the podcast. Uh, but in March, March the seventh, I'm making my reservations and plans and travel arrangements yesterday for that. So got a stupid early flight to North Carolina on March the 6th for that event on March the 7th. So I'll be over there and uh, helping out with that. So I'm looking forward to that. It's kind of a conglomerate effort between Southeastern, the Baptists of North Carolina and yes. uh, Lifeway. So uh, excited to be a part of that. It's going to be great. We'll, but you, I think, won't be there, will you? That's correct. Um, I'm scheduled to be in the Dominican Republic checking out some of the exciting things we have going on down there. I.e. beaches. Um, um, well, that will be at the end of the week. I will be. See, <laughs> I will be. Uh, Keith will be. Amy the vacationary. <clears throat> yes, Keith will be doing some things down there, and I will get to see uh, some of the exciting things that we have going on with our Global Theological Initiative in Dominican Republic and uh, some other locations as well. Uh, but I do think there's going to be some beach uh, at the the end of the trip. So. All right. Well, that sounds good. All right. Well, Amy, I see a sign behind you. We're recording this over video, and it says, For the Cause, I uh, we've got to finish this podcast so I can get out of here to go meet with Keith Getty. So Fantastic. with him this afternoon, and uh, well, I'll have to bring up you know, for the cause, yes. the other uh, Southeastern hymn. Very exciting. You'll have to uh, tell him that Southeastern says hello. And I have a meeting with uh, the carpool line uh, to yeah. uh, pick up my son from play rehearsal. So that sounds just as exciting. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. My actor. So, so. all righty. Well, thanks again for joining us this week on SBC this week. We'll see you next week. See you next week. See you next week.